The following is an exclusive presentation of the Southwest Georgia Network. Welcome to the High School Football Roundup Podcast, an inside listen on high school football in Southwest Georgia, only on the Southwest Georgia Network. Welcome back to the High School Football Roundup Podcast on the Southwest Georgia Network. I'm Walter Johnson, and talking about the postseason action and, uh, for games played on Friday, November 12th, and Saturday, November 13th of 2021. Going into the week beginning, Monday, November 15th, 2021. And it's just, um, you know, round one of the Georgia High School football playoffs, Georgia High School Association playoffs in football. You know, round one's now in the books. And with uh, five classes playing their games on Friday. And uh, as well in uh, wild class 6A. Classes 6A, 1A public and 1A private all play their games on Saturday. So, um, so a lot of action uh you know, between all those classifications over two days or nights, if you will. So, just obviously, just there's a, just a lot of talk talk about, and including uh, one uh, program that um, haven't won a postseason game in more than a decade and a half, or you know, in 16 years to be exact. Closing on 16 calendar years to be exact. And I'll talk about that more as uh, this week's episode of HSFR progresses. So, not much time to waste. So, let's get started. And starting in Class 7A, the Lounge Vikings advance to the second round of the state playoffs after uh, beating Harrison 45 to 35, another high scoring game for the Vikings. So Lowndes will face a uh, Norcross at, at Martin Stadium in Valdosta next uh, Friday, this Friday coming up November the 19th. And it was Norcross getting by Cherokee in a close contest. 28 to 21 was the final score. And thank him for whatever reason. And uh, even in victory, you know, Lowndes uh, not only seems to give up, give up a lot of points, but uh, also they have a tendency to, to find themselves uh, playing close games. It seems like uh, their opponents like to keep the Keep the Viking faithful down just outside of Valosta, sweating until the until the very end. You until the until those final seconds uh, tick off the clock, and in that game against Harrison, well, I think it was just yet another example. You know, he's saying thinking that um, and thinking, you know, he just um. 
you know, how this, uh, how Lowndes seems to give up uh, so many points, yet somehow they find a way to win those games. And, uh, this is the, and Lowndes going to 9-2 and two on the season with a win over Harrison. And this is now the ninth, uh, Let's see, this is uh, counting the playoffs, count, that, count this playoff game they played so far, this one playoff game they played so far, and then this is the eighth uh, game in which Lowndes has um, allowed 24, at least 24 more points, seen, uh, and uh, Lowndes uh, got knocked off by... Uh, a Walton team that was ranked ninth in the state in Class 7A, 34-28 in overtime at the Corky Cow Kickoff Classic in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. That was back on August 21st, Saturday afternoon game. Underneath that big roof at Mercedes-Benz. And then got 44-34 wins over Griffin. And 58 to 47 over Lake Gibson of Florida. And then. And then fell behind big at Lee County. And then uh, tried to make a late rally. Only to fall three points short. 24-21. And the Vikings haven't lost since. Winners of seven straight games. But again, seems like. Um, you know, Lowndes, even in victory, tends to give up uh, just a lot of points and way too many points. Uh, so, you know, Lowndes has Lowndes has outscored its opponents 409 to 286, and uh, winning nine games so far. And uh, the Vikings will play host to a North Cross team that uh, barely managed to escape. Against Cherokee, 28-21. And this time of the year is all about um, being 1-0 every week. Every week until you're the last team standing, holding up that state championship trophy for everyone in attendance to see. And so Lowndes will face Norcross in the second round this week. And... Um, and Lowndes' fellow uh, foes in the Region 17A weren't as uh, fortunate. And uh, the Colquitt County Packers fell behind early against the Walton Raiders, the same Walton team that upset Lowndes in overtime at the Corky Care Classic. And this time, you know, it was Walton beating another Region 1 team in the Colquitt County Packers 41 to 17. What's the final score? And as mentioned just a little bit earlier, and the Packers fell behind 20 to three, and and uh, really, you know, the Packers really couldn't uh, get anything going on either side of the ball. And um, it seems like the it's as if the Packers' heads seem like their heads just just went on the game, and then just not in the game. I think ultimately that's what cost the Packers. A chance to move on to the second round, and 
and uh, Walton's uh, and the loss to Walton ended the uh, Colwood County streak of 12 straight uh, first round wins and only that um, Colwood County have been 18 and 1 in home playoff games so far this century dating back to, to at least the year 2000 and uh, so with the loss of uh, Colgate County season ends way too soon at eight and three overall, and all and elsewhere in a uh, Class Seven A, in, uh, in games involving Region One teams, Tiff County traveled up into Metro Atlanta and lost to Marietta in a battle of the blue in a battle of the Blue Devils. And the final score was the Marietta Blue Devils twenty-eight, Tiff County Blue Devils fourteen. And the Tiff County ends its uh, first season under head coach Noel Dean at six and five overall, and uh, be off to and it'll be off to off and down to Class Six A for Tiff County next season. And uh, speaking of which, and uh, gonna and um. Uh, you know, deconstruct the the reclassification, and uh, you know, focusing on regions with teams within the Southwest Georgia network coverage area, and uh, all throughout this episode, and finally, you know, re rounding out the Class Seven A in the Region One teams, the Camden County Wildcat season ended. With a 44-6 loss at North Cobb. And going to move on to Class 6A. And before even doing that, uh, as promised, uh, you look at Region 17A in the reclassification for the 2022-2024 school years. And um, Region 17A will look like this. You got Candom County, Colgate County, Lounge, Richmond Hill, and Valdosta on alphabetical order. And you're looking at that region, that new region. It's in um, Candom County, I mean, Region 17A. We'll lose Tiff County to Class 6A. And Bedell, but they add Valdosta, and then, and then Richmond Hill, and um, just south of Savannah. Will also be part of that mix, and both Camden County and Richmond Hill last week appeal uh, filed an appeal to the GHSA's reclassification committee to try and stay in class, try to move down to Class Six A, but um, but that request was denied. So. Region, once again, Region 17A will consist of Candom County, Colby County, Lounge, Richmond Hill, and Valosta, and three of those four school, five schools in uh, Class 7A will all be Wildcats, Candom County Wildcats, Colby County Packers, Lounge Vikings, Richmond Hill Wildcats, and Valosta Wildcats, and to move up to Class 7A, and it marks a long-awaited return to the largest classification 
for the nation's winningest program, which would be the Wildcats, Wildcats, who finished four and six, and but was banned from postseason play due to GHSA sanctions. Very competitive. That's going to be a very competitive region. So only forty, and uh, only forty-six schools in Class Seven uh, A, and only five of those are you know, down in South Georgia or or anywhere south or east of May Macon, and slightly, and yeah, Cannon County, Colquitt County is barely in southwest Georgia. So that's going to be. I mean, I think uh, there are going to be a lot of tough regions. I think every, especially the region ones, are especially tough no matter what classification. You know, these schools, uh, whatever, whatever, no matter what classification, as well as region, many of these schools land in. And uh, let's go to 6A. And the Lee County Trojans hosted uh, Grove Town at the uh, Trojan Field in Leesburg. On Saturday, November 13th, and the Trojans built a commanding 50 to nothing lead and built a big lead at halftime and never looked back and winning 59 to 12 over Grove Town. So, Lee County back in the second round of the state playoffs yet again. So, next up for the Trojans from Leesburg and head coach Dean Fabrizio, they'll be the Trojans will host uh, Cambridge. Of the North Metro Atlanta area, and the number seven seed, and number two seed, I should say, in Region Seven Six A, defeated the number three seed in Region Five in South Paulding, final score to twenty nine, Cambridge for the victory. So Lee County will host Cambridge, and Lee County's won five straight Region One Six uh, A titles. They met the 2017 the first back-to-back state championship seasons. And where that game will face the winner of the Lovejoy-Buford game in Buford. And Buford, uh, the defending Classic A state champions, had no trouble in beating Kell and eliminating Kell from the playoffs with a 38-14 victory. And Lovejoy, on the other hand, uh, number three seed out of Region 4 traveled all the way down to the coast and pull off the upset, the mild upset over future Region 17A member Richmond Hill. 19-14 to 14 was the final score on Lovejoy knocking off Richmond Hill. So Lovejoy will make the trip from just near the Clayton-Henry County line up into right near the we're at Hall County line. The face to the Buford Wolves say both instead of both teams. And should both Buford and Lee County win, it would be a rematch of last year's Class 6A title game. But like the saying goes, first things first. And uh both teams have to win uh, this Friday. Obviously anything but easy. And uh once you get to, again, once you get to the playoffs, I mean, there's no no hiding for any opponent. And, you know, it's the other winner go home. You got to leave it all out there on the field. And 
And the uh, only other region 1618 to advance was Northside of Warner Robins. And the Eagles had an easy time in, in uh, crushing Lakeside of Evans, 35-3 is the final score. So Northside hosts Douglas County this week in Douglas County. And the uh, number four seed pull off the upset over the number one seed in Region 7 in Riverwood, 24-17. And Houston County, the three seed in seed in uh, Region 1. Lost to uh, Evans 19-10. So Houston County season is over. After one round in Hoco or Houston County. Came in as the number three seed in Region 1-6A. And, and a quick look at um, when uh, the Region 1-6A alignment for 2022 through 2024. And this is in the 2022-23 and 2023-2024 academic years. Georgia High Association in Region 1-6A. Again, and that will consist of in the alphabetical order, Houston County, Lee County, Northside of Warner Robins, Tiff County, and Veterans in one six region one six A loses uh, uh Valosta, the class seven A. And then but they get the Tiff County from class seven A and uh and Thomas County Central. Jumps up two spots from uh, Class 4A. And uh, despite uh, the objections from the officials within the Thomas County school system, that they should stay in Class 4A. <laughs> Thinking uh, that new 3.0 multiplier, obviously, having that uh, new uh, 3.0 multiplier, which allows schools to be moved up in the in, in classification, obviously did not sit that did not sit well with uh, a lot of uh, a lot of fans, uh, a lot of the Thomas County Central fans and administrators, but it is what it is. And as for Tiff County, and the, the drop down from Class Seven A to Class Six A is a run of more than five and a half decades. In the largest classification back in the as far back as the 1966, AAA was the largest of what was then five classifications. This is 1966, and then after AAA there was AA, single A, as well as B and C classes B and C. I mean, kind of like ancient history to all all those um high school football and other high school sports fans. And, um, and also, Region 1-6A will get veterans out of Kathleen, Georgia. And veterans, the, the veterans Warhawks, made the move up from Class 5A. Or at least they're looking to make the move up from Class uh, 5A. Veterans are currently a member of Region 1-5A. So, while well, I think um, from the Lee County perspective or standpoint, while while they'll lose Valdosta as a region rival, and uh, they do uh, gain 
to potential rivals that are much closer to them in Thomas County Central and Tiff County. So I think Lee, I think Lee played uh, Tift back around 2020. So now the Trojans just barely escaped with a win over the Blue Devils. I'm thinking that's going to be, if a Region 1 6A wasn't tough already, I think it's even tougher now um, with the addition of uh, TCC, Thomas County Central, Tiff County, and Veterans, and to, to go with a uh, Houston County, Lee County, North Side of Warner Robins. And going to go ahead and keep things going here. How about moving to Class 4A? And uh, the Bainbridge Bearcats will remain in uh, one of uh, just three teams to remain in Region 1 4A. More on that uh, a little later. And the Bearcats moved on to the second round of the state playoffs with an easy 42 to nothing shutout win over Islands uh, last Friday, Friday, November 12th, the day after the night after Veterans Day. And next up for the Bearcats of head coach Jeff Littleton, and they'll host Northwest Whitfield and Northwest Whitfield, the number two seed from Region Seven, and uh, won a thriller. Over Fayette County, the number three seed out of Region 5, final score, Northwest Whitfield 36, Fayette County 33. And, uh, and that's a long trip for Northwest Whitfield, located in the tiny town of Tunnel Hill, Georgia. And there'll be a long trip for that team, going all the way from Northwest Georgia down to Southwest Georgia. I mean, it probably takes several hours just to get down there. Or at least four or five hours just to get down there. By um, bus, car, or some other vehicle with wheels on it. And the winner of the Bainbridge Northwest Whitfield game will face the winner of the Spalding uh, North Oconee game. And North Oconee rolled to an easy 56-21 to win over Miller Grove, Metro Atlanta area. And North Oconee won the Region 8 4A title. And Spalding, the 3 seed from Region 4. And uh, ousted the number 2 seed from Region 2 in Troop County. 10 to 3 was the final score on Veterans Day on Thursday night, November 11th. So Bainbridge wins. So. If Bainbridge wins and uh, say both Bainbridge and North Coconey win, it'll come down to the universal coin flip. And uh, I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking that uh, coin that universal coin flip will take place virtually in uh, inside the Georgia High School Association office in Thomaston, Georgia. I'm sure that will take place very soon if it hasn't already. So once again, Bainbridge advances with a 42 to nothing win over Islands. Face Northwest Whitfield again, and the winner of that game will face the Spalding North Oconee winner. And also, you got the number two seed at Cairo Serve Makers, and uh, 
getting a uh, uh, a huge uh, test from New Hampstead in a high-scoring contest. In the end, it was the Cert Makers edging New Hampstead 33-31. And Cairo moves on to round two against Cedartown. And Cedartown crushed Hampton 55-14. So you got the number two seed in the, the Cairo Cert Makers. We get a long trip up into, into Western Georgia to face the Cedartown Bulldogs, the the champions of Region Seven. Region Seven Four A or Seven Quad A or Four A. So uh, Cairo obviously will have its work cut out for them. They're there to win, and the winner of the Cairo Cedartown game will face the winner of Flowery Branch and Perry. And Larry Branch was another lower seeded team to advance. And uh, and the Falcons traveled in deep into the heart of Metro Atlanta and upset the number two seed in Region 6 in May's final score, 33-28. to 28. And Flowery Branch will head further south down to Perry, Georgia to face the Perry Panthers and Perry. Humboldt Hardaway of Columbus, 31 to 12. So once again, the winner of the Cairo Seertown game will face the winner of the Flowery Branch Perry game next week. You see, and Seertown's lost only one game all season long. So, and the Seertown, the Seertown Bulldogs. So the Seertown, I think, is a like, lost only one game all year. And Seertown's uh, lost only. And they're And Seertown moved to 9 and 1 uh, overall on the season. And uh, with the 55 14 win over Hampton. And. Seertown's only loss came to Calhoun back on September 23rd, 31-7. Calhoun picked up the victory. And uh, obviously had to be a good teaching moment for Calhoun. I mean, for Seertown, should say. Getting that victory. And running out the rest of the action in Class 4A within Region 1. The Darty Trojans from here in Albany. Made the long trip to Savannah to face Jenkins and Darty. Darty trailed early, ten to nothing, but turned things around, and then uh, proceeded to roll past Jenkins, forty-four to seventeen. It was Darty's first postseason win since uh, advancing to the state championship game in two thousand five in Class AAA, where he lost to Peach County at Humel Stadium. That early December night. And with the win, Darty, the number three seed in Region 1, 4A, goes to 9 and 2 overall. And the Trojans will hit the road again next week, traveling to Riverdale, Georgia, just south of uh, Atlanta and Clayton County to face the Riverdale Raiders. And the Region 5, uh, 4A champion Raiders advanced with a 49 to 28 win over Central Carroll. Or Central Carroll County out of 
just outside of Carrollton, Georgia. And the winner, uh, and uh, so the, so the um, remarkable, you know, the outstanding turnaround season were, you know, continues for head coach Johnny Gilbert and the Darty Trojans. And the winner of the Darty Riverdale game will face the winner at the Hapeville Carver Columbus game in Columbus, Georgia. And in one of the biggest upsets of the postseason so far, one of the biggest playoff upsets so far, took place in Jefferson, Georgia, just north of Athens. And Hapeville Charter traveled to up to Jefferson, pulled off the episode with the Dragons, and Jefferson lost to Marist in the Quad A or 4A state championship game last year. This year, however, Jefferson then uh, ends up uh, being one and done thanks to Hapeville pulling off the upset. And Hapeville was uh, started the season at one and five. But from now one, now one uh, four, you know, five straight games, and uh, kind of uh, kind of reminds fans of that um, 1992 team at Thomas County Central. They got off to an almost similar uh, bad start, but uh, still managed to uh, just get hot. Uh, when it uh, really and truly counts. So, um, and Hapeville will head down the road to Columbus to face Corey Joyner, head coach Corey Joyner, and Carver and the Carver Tigers. Again, I mentioned the winner of the, the Darty Riverdale game will face the winner of the Hapeville Carver Columbus game. So, Say both Darty and Carver were to win this week on Friday, November 19th. Now that was set up a big Black Friday matchup between uh, current Darty head coach, Coach uh, Johnny Gilbert, and former Darty head coach Corey Joyner, who's uh, now at uh, Carver. And finally, I mean, again, first things first, both teams have to win in uh, Riverdale, coming in undefeated at 9-0-1 on the season, and uh, ranked ninth in Class uh, 4A. So this Darty team will definitely have its work cut out for them, and uh, Riverdale's only blemish so far. There's a 14-0 tie against Pebblebrook on September 16th. And, uh, and lastly, in, uh, you know, the only Region 1 4A team to lose in the first round was the Thomas County Central Yellow Jackets and, and the Benedictine Cadets just absolutely crushed the Yellow Jackets 59 to nothing. And uh, obviously, you talk about a tremendous collapse by a Thomas County Central team that started the season winless at 0 2, then wheeled off five straight wins, including an upset win over defending Class AA champion 
Callaway, and then and then they got ranked as high as number ranked eighth in the state in the Atlanta Journal Constitution, Georgia High School Football Daily Poll, and uh, and then they blew that big lead at Cairo Fort in thirteen to nothing. Then the Surmakers come back to pull off the opposite fourteen to thirteen, and then. Yale Jackets lose to Bainbridge and then blow another early double digit lead against Doherty at Humil Stadium in Albany in the regular season finale. End up losing that game 23 to 15. And now we got Thomas Kane. And then the Yale Jackets season ends with their fourth straight loss 59 to nothing to Benedictine. So here's your um, Class 4A uh, lineup for the second round once again. Northwest midfield heading down to Bainbridge to face the Bearcats. Caro's at Seertown. And Darty travels to Riverdale. And again, um, and then looking at the, um, again, uh, uh, again, a closer look at the, at the New Look regions before, um, uh, moving right along, skipping Class 5A since there are no teams from the Southwest Georgia Network coverage area. And uh, in Class 5A at this time. And uh, and as mentioned, uh, Bainbridge in the new in the latest round of reclassification left uh, Bainbridge, Cairo, as well as Westover, Albany. The only uh, teams from our coverage area is still in Class Quad A or Class Four A or Quad A. Got Bainbridge, Bearcats, Carrollsburg Makers, Westover Patriots. We'll stay there, and you get them. Um, have a uh, Hardaway and Shaw both out of Columbus. Moving over from Region Two. So you're talking about a, and then. And then Region 1 4A will lose the other two Albany schools in Darty and Monroe to Class AAA. And then uh, again, uh, and also, as mentioned earlier, Thomas County Central will move up two spots to Class 6A. So again, Region 1 4A for 2022 to 2024 looks like this. Bainbridge, Cairo, Hardaway, and Shaw, both out of Columbus, as well as Westover of Albany. Westover Patriots. Well, um, Westover Patriots coming off uh, a rough first season under head coach uh, Adam Miller, going just 2 8 overall, winless in Region 1 4A at 0 5. I mean, already thinking it's going to be a long off season for uh, for uh, Westover, and probably and thinking at least um, at least um, the path uh, to the postseason will be somewhat easier. And looking at the class Triple uh, A. And the Crisp County Cougars, the Region 2 champions, crushed the Oconee County 41 to nothing. 
I mean, correction is Chris County crushing Harlem, 41 to nothing. And that's eight straight wins for the Cougars after starting the season on three under another first-year head coach in Miguel Patrick. He replaced Brad Harbour at the beginning of the, this calendar, the current calendar year of 2021. And the Cougars will next face Oconee County in the second round of the playoffs in Oconee County. Who uh, knocked off uh, Thomasville earlier this season? But the Bulldogs only lost so far. More on Thomasville momentarily. And uh, in Oconee County, the region eight uh, runner up, the number two seed. And uh, won a thriller over at Daresville. Very close game, final score 29 22. Oconee County. And the winner of that game will face the winner. Uh, the Southeast Bullock Cedar Grove game up in Atlanta, the Metro Atlanta area. And Cedar Grove, the Region 5 AAA champions. I think they're the current number one team in Class AAA. Just absolutely destroyed White County, 79 to nothing. And no, yes, you heard that right. Everyone that's listening, 79 to nothing. Cedar Grove just absolutely crushed White County. And Cedar Grove will host Southeast Bullock. And Southeast Bullock, 42 to 16 winner over Long County. So winner of Crisp County and Oconee County. And uh, we'll face the winner of um, Cedar Grove and Southeast Bullock. So looking at another potential matchup in the quarterfinals between those two teams. I think it's going to crisp uh, knocked off Cedar Grove in the semifinals last year. And Cedar Grove has uh, played those uh, South Georgia teams tough. I mean, they've uh, you know, barely got by Colgate County. And then, and then, I mean, you know, Cedar Grove, I mean, the correction. Cedar, I mean, gave Colgate County. Oh, they get handled before losing 28 to 19 early in the season, then later. And then uh, they uh, fell the lounge in another high scoring contest, 45 38. So who knows? Uh, should they get bought? Should they knock off of Coney County at the Cougar Den in Cordial this Friday? And should Cedar Grove do its part against uh, Southeast Bullock? And then. Uh, and um, there could be a potential rematch and, uh, between uh, those two teams. And uh, Miguel Patrick uh, was the head coach of Cedar Grove before um, moving on to, down to South Georgia and to coach this Chris Panty Cougar squad. Again, you know, first things first, I mean, uh, both Cedar Grove and Chris County, you know, have to... Uh, do their part, and uh, before um, if they want to move on to have that rematch, and elsewhere in the Class AAA, number two seed Peach County, an easy forty-two to three win over Morgan County. And Peach County, the number two seed in Region Two, will travel to Monroe, Georgia, to face Monroe area. 
Now, that's in Monroe, Georgia, not to be confused with Monroe of Albany. In Monroe area, was an easy 58-14 winner over North Murray. And the winner of Peach County, Monroe area, will face the winner of the Dawson County, Pierce County game. And the defending class AAA champion, Pierce County Bears, pitched a shadow of Windsor Forest, 42-0. And Dawson County outlasted Sandy Creek, 36-27. And number three seed... And uh, I mean, no, let's see it up here. And um, number three seed, Mary Persons season ended with a loss to Burke County. 48 21, Burke County with a win. And number, number four seed, Jackson, the number four seed for Region 2, AAA, Jackson Red Devils out of Jackson, Georgia. Uh, lost a heartbreaker to Thompson. Thompson edge Jackson 21 to 20. So Jackson's season's come to an end. And Region 1 AAA is a new look. The Chris Candy Cougars will join the Darty Trojans and Monroe Tornadoes, both from Albany, as well as the Sumter County Panthers. Chris Candy's longtime arch rivals from Americas. And the Thomasville Bulldogs in Region 1 AAA. And uh, obviously, my, obviously, and um, I'm going to miss the fact that um, Darty, Monroe, and Westover won't be playing in the same region anymore come 2022. But I think at the same time, looking at, looking at the, this um, new lineup for Region 1 AAA. And um, at least uh, both uh, Darty and Monroe will be in a more geographically friendly region. I mean, uh, the travel won't have to be, isn't quite as strenuous. I mean, the same, pretty much the same as in the current 1-4-A with a Darty, Monroe, Westover, and then and all in Albany. And then Bainbridge, Cairo, Thomas County Central, all located along US Highway 84, just above the Florida state line. So I'm thinking, you know, hopefully the travel won't be so strenuous. And it'll be interesting to see that how that will turn out um, once the once the number one uh, final uh, once all the regional alignments are finalized in January of 2022, and then the schedules come out uh, in the spring. In 2022, and and uh, let's look at the remaining classifications in the GHSA. And in um, Region One, again focusing on the Region One teams, the Thomasville Bulldogs uh, will uh, eventually make the move up to Class AAA by this time next year or by August of 2022, and the Bulldogs advanced to the second round in Class AA with a 42-7 win over over Washington County. Easy win for the Bulldogs of head coach Zach Grage. And uh, Thomasville will host Heard County this week. And Heard County came in as the number three seed in Region 5 
and they traveled to Dade County and ended the Dade County season with a 32-27 win and a mild upset. And the winner of the Thomasville Hurd County game will face the winner of the Jeff Davis Raven County game up in we up in the Northeast Georgia Mountains in the tiny town of Clayton, Georgia. And it was uh, Raven County with their with their sensational quarterback and a uh, Gunner Stockton committed to the University of Georgia winning easily and pummeling Pace Academy 63-14 to the final score. And Raven County will play host to Jeff Davis. And Jeff Davis shut out Jefferson County 40 to nothing. And number two seed in the number two seeded pitcher of Purple Hurricanes. And uh, outlasted Dodge County 15 to 6. And next up for the Purple Hurricanes, a long trip up into those Northeast Georgia mountains to McCaysville, Georgia to face Fanning County. And Fanning County. Uh, rolled all over Bremen, 45 to 14 to final score. And Fanning County is just Fanning County is 10 and one all. Fanning County is 10 and one on this 2021 season. And Fitzgerald's nine and two. This is the defending Class AAA state champion Pierce County, as well as the Thomasville. And Fitzgerald's trying to get back to the. Class uh, AA state championship game for the second year in a row. And in order to do that, then uh, they have to get past this uh, a very good uh, Fanning County team in order to at least move one step closer. And where the Fitzgerald Fanning County, Fanning County game will face the winner of Lovett of Atlanta and Putnam County in Eaton, Georgia. Eaton, Georgia, Lovett. And took down Union County, 28-7 the final score. While the Putnam County was an easy winner, 62-7 over East Lawrence. And Putnam County is the number one seed, and as well as the champion of Region 4AA. And, uh, and Jeff Davis, and uh, Warren Emmon in just a moment. And... And the other two teams in Region 1 AA and, uh, weren't as fortunate as the Cook Hornets from Adel traveled to Macon to face Northeast and was Northeast winning 42-22 over Cook. So Cook's season has come to a close and the number four seeded early county Bobcats jumped out to a what seemed to be a commanding 16-0 lead over the Blackley County Royals. And uh, in the number three team in the state, finished the regular season undefeated at 10-0. And it seemed like for a while, Early County was going to pull off what probably would have been the biggest upset, or one of the biggest upsets of the playoffs so far. But Buckley County came back to win 20-16 over Early County. So Early County season ends in round one in Class AA. And they'll drop down the class single A public. So the class double A uh, lineup for the second round. You know, this, this is only for games involving region one teams. 
And uh, Th- Thomasville will host Hurt County with the winner facing the winner of that game, facing the winner of the Jeff Davis Raven County game. Fitzgerald goes to Fanning County up in uh, McKaysville, North Georgia, with the winner of that game facing the winner of the Lovett Putnam County contest. And again, um, again, more on the realignment in the GHSA in Region 1AA, just like many of the regions that are that we cut that are covered on this uh, podcast. We'll get a new look, and then um, Fitzgerald, I mean, Region 1AA will lose. Region 1AA will lose Thomasville to Region 1AAA. And, uh, but we'll uh, keep uh, Berrien, Cook, Fitzgerald, and Worth County. But um, we'll get some, uh, get three additions from Southeast Georgia, Bacon County will be one of those teams, and Brantley County dropping down from Class AAA, and Jeff Davis. And, um, the team that advanced to the second round, Jeff Davis High School out of out of uh, Hazelhurst, Georgia. So uh, Jeff Davis coming in at ten and one on the season after that shutout win over uh, after that shutout win over Jefferson County. And a uh, very and uh and uh, Jeff Davis is a very solid team at this point every team and uh, most teams will play will be very good and like I said before I mean uh, once you get in the playoffs I mean there's I mean teams can't hide from each other I mean just not gonna happen you met um region one double a Now, obviously, I mean, if it, if, it, if it wasn't tough already, and uh, if it wasn't tough already for um, in that league, I mean, it'll get even tougher the next couple of years. And uh, we'll see. What about Brantley County? Another one of those additions in the Class AAA. In Brantley County, despite the winning just three games this past season, they make the playoffs, and then the and Brantley lost to Heartbreaker at Liberty County, thirty to twenty-eight. So Brantley County, under head coach Jeff Cannon, in the Hanna, Georgia, located right in between Brunswick and Waycross, finished the season at three and eight overall, as well as. Uh, Three and seven during the regular season, one and three in Region One Triple A, and uh, so that's going to be, like I said, uh, you know, so even so even with the loss of um, so even with the loss of uh, Thomasville, and uh, to Class Triple A, and really kind of Class Single A. And uh, that league will be will still be tough from uh, top to bottom. 
so mean, uh, so mean, so in a uh, bottom line is, I mean, you can't find any regions that uh, are just going to be easy. And rounding things out in class single A public. And, um, and then there are no teams from the Southwest and the lone single A private team from the Southwest Georgia Network coverage area. Therefore, Windsor of Albany did not make the playoffs. So, not going to mention class single A private, but uh, as far as class single A public, it is a kind of a tale of a two, kind of a tale of two regions. And then, uh, region one single A public struggled to a one in three mark with only the Pelham Hornets picking up a victory. Even there was a struggle for first year head coach Lamar Mant landing in his uh, squad. And the uh, Hornets won three to nothing over Scriven County. And a field goal was the only scoring in the game. And Pelham moves on. And they're to face Warren County and Warren County rolled to an easy 42 to 7 win over Chattahoochee County in the first round and so the region one single A champion region one single A public champion Pelham Hornets will host Warren County with the winner of that game facing either Brooks County or Washington Wilkes and then in Brooks County, the Region 2 single A champions went easily over Montgomery County 49 13. And Washington Wilkes was a 28 7 winner over Gordon Lee. And, and the rest of Region 1 single A public was uh, not quite as fortunate. Number 2 C, Mitchell County. Was absolutely crushed by McIntosh County Academy, 32 to six. And McIntosh County Academy will face Manchester, and uh, and then one, another number four seed going on the road, pulling off the upset over a uh, number one seed. Manchester pull off the upset over previously undefeated Georgia Military uh, College Prep or GMC Prep out of Milledgeville, Georgia. 28, 20 to 8 was the final score. You're seeing uh, GMC Pratt cruise through the, the 20, 21 season undefeated. I think they were 9 0 or something, 10 0, something like that. But, um, but in just one night, Georgia military saw its season come to, to an abrupt end. Georgia, you see, Georgia Military College or GMC or GMC Prep breeze for the regular season at 10 0, ranked ninth in the single A public poll. But, um, but Manchester, uh, brought a, a again, brought an abrupt quick end to the season for the Bulldogs. Final score 20 to 8. And how about the and how about the rest of the rest of the single A field and the number three seed Terrell County and the Green Waves from Dawson saw their season come to an end 
with a 48-12 loss to Emanuel County Institute in Twin City, Georgia. So, so uh, Jack Harris and the Cheryl County Green Waves get back to the playoffs. And but uh, again, they lose in the first round. So ECI will face Macon County. And Macon County was a 35-0 shutout winner over Parfitt County. And and the winner of that game will face the winner of the Lincoln County, Irwin County game. And more on Irwin County in just a moment. And number four seed, Seminole County, Bell at Metter, 42-14. So Seminole County season is over. And Metter will face Shelly County at home, Shelly County. A winner over Ace Charter, 50 to 10. And, and mentioned Irwin um, County, back to back, uh, two time defending state champions in class single A public or 1A public. And Irwin County moves on to the second round with a 35 to 7 win over Johnson County on Saturday, November, November 13th. And Irwin County hosts Lincoln County. And uh, Irving and Lincoln County pitched a shutout over Mount Zion of Carrollton, three to nothing. So the winner of uh, Irving County, Lincoln County, will face the winner of ECI, Macon County. And number two seed Brooks County, as mentioned earlier, won easily over Montgomery County, forty-nine to thirteen. And another. Another uh, game in which a lower-seeded team uh, managed to knock off and knock out the higher-seeded team. And the Turner County Titans from Ashburn, Georgia, win the Dublin, Georgia, and stun the Dublin Irish 38-36. So Turner County heads up into western West Georgia to face Bowden. And Bowden shut out Commerce 35 to nothing. So the winner of Turner County and Bowden will face the winner of Schley County and Metter. And Brooks County and Washington Wilkes will face the winner of Warren County and Pelham. And the number four seed, the number one seed from Region 4, Wilcox County, ended the season for Charlton County. And it was Wilcox at last in Charlton, 36-26. So Charlton County, after a 5-0 start, and then, and then lost three in a row, and then had to win their last two games just to advance to the playoffs, and then Charlton County season comes to an end. Losing to Wilcox County, 36-26. So Wilcox County will host Tryon this week. And the winner of that game will face the winner of the McIntosh County Academy Manchester game. I already mentioned uh, McIntosh County Academy traveled down to Camilla on Saturday and then uh, defeating and eliminating Mitchell County Eagles 32-6 and then and hosted a Manchester team and uh, ended the Georgia military season with a 20-8 victory. And uh, how about... Um, Classing, and how about the how about the lineup for Classing Lake Public in regions one and two? 
And then you got 13 schools in Region 1 single A public. All in alphabetical order. Just quickly go through all those teams. Uh, make it Region 1 single A public next season. Bacon, Baker County, Early County, Miller County, Mitchell County, Patola Charter, Pelham, Quitman County, Randolph Clay, Seminole County, Southwest Georgia STEM. That's uh, STEM standing for Science, Tech, Technology, Engineering, Mathematics. That's school being that school's based in Showman, Georgia, and Ontario County Greenways from Dawson. And out of those thirteen schools, and while there are thirteen schools in Region One single public, more than any other other uh, school in uh. More than any other region, I should say, in uh, anywhere in the JSSA, regardless of classification. While there are 13 schools, only 10 of them will play football. And I think in, um, in all those 10 football playing schools, I think seven of them will play a full region schedule. So, so you got um, in the non football playing schools or Baker County. Calhoun County, Quitman County, and Quitman County, and then got Baconton, Patola Charter, and I'm thinking Southwest Georgia STEM will probably, I know Baconton and Patola um, didn't have, haven't played, have played a non-region schedule I mean, over the past several years and thinking That'll be the case uh, next year, more than likely. I think Southwest Georgia State will probably play a non-region schedule for football as well. So that leaves Early County, which will be will be dropping down from Class AA, and then and um, you know joining Region One Single A Public, uh, joining Miller County, Mitchell County, Pelham, Randall Clay, Seminole County, and Terrell County. Region 1 single A public was just like Region 1 7A and uh, sent four teams to the playoffs and then uh, only had one team coming out on top moving on to the second round and Region 2 single A public will send Irwin, Brooks, and Turner and, uh, to the second round this week and this is a uh, region alignment for from 2022 to 2024. You got Atkinson County, Brooks County, Charlton County, Clinch County, Eccles County, Irving County, Near County, Turner County, with only Eccles not having a football program. And so how did the so how did the GISA um, fare? And as um, we as I wrap things up here, how did the GISA yeah how did the GISA fare? At least how the teams from our area fared as far as playoffs are concerned. We're starting Region Three AAA, and the only in the only game, only postseason game involving teams in Region involving at least two of those teams, and that's in GISA Region Three AAA. It was number ten seed Valwood knocking off number seven seed Southland 35-21. Only the third win of the season for the Valiants, who finished uh, last in 
Region 3, AAA, and 0-3, winless in the region. But Bowood, uh, they pick up a big win. And as for Southland, their season ended at 4-7 and overall. And in, uh, in this week's postseason lineup in, in region in Class AAA, all involving Region 3 AAA teams, number 5 seed Tiff Derry at 5-5 five five overall. Visit number four seat Federica Academy on St. Simons Island on the Georgia coast. And number six seat Brookwood, also at five and five overall. Got a first round bye, obviously. We'll travel to Perry, Georgia to face Westfield. And number 10 seat uh, Bowood facing a tough test against number two seed Pinewood Christian. That game will be played in Belleville, Georgia. Your Clemson in the southeastern part of the state. And finally in GISA, Class AA. And uh, and the only Region 2 AA team in, that, in action was Memorial Day. And their season ended with a 36-8 loss to John Hancock Academy. And... Got number two seed, Terrell Academy, whose Eagles from Dawson set at 9-1 overall and finishing 3-0 in Region 2 AA as the region champions will host number seven seed, Augusta Prep, while Southwest Georgia Academy will travel to Eaton, Georgia to face number four seed, Gatewood, and SGA, Southwest Georgia Academy out of Damascus, Georgia, along the Calhoun Early County line, I think. I think Damascus is in Early County, the eastern part of Early County. Finished the regular season at 4-5 overall and 2-1 and in Region 2 AA at the GISA. So on that note, that's going to end this week's episode of the High School Football Roundup Podcast. And, and um and been on been online, been recording this for well over an hour and change. And again, quick reminder, the Southwest Georgia Network, the website is online at southwestgeorgianetwork.com. Listen to some of the past episodes of the High School Football Roundup podcast, and as well as other content dating back to January of 2014 or 2014. And also listen to this episode on uh, Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash SWJ Network. Also on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And then also follow on Twitter, SWJ Network, for all things high school, football, basketball, other sports, other items of interest. I'm Walter Johnson. And uh, saying thank you for listening. Have a good rest of your week. As always, stay safe out there. God bless you. And goodbye. This has been an exclusive presentation of the Southwest Georgia Network. The Southwest Georgia Network is online at southwestgeorgianetwork.com and on Twitter at SWGA Network. Thanks for listening.